Welcome to the Renegade Dynasty Podcast with your hosts, John Maffey, Marty Linder, and Matt Black. You can find us on Twitter at FFRenegades and visit our website at FantasyFootballRenegades.com. We thought it would be fun to take a look at each team this year. We're about to have our draft. In fact, we're having our draft almost a week from when we're recording this podcast. And we're, we're doing it uh, so that we can have it up and listenable for the rest of our league before the draft happens. We're not trying to tell them what to do, but what we're doing is using our expertise to look at the rosters and try to see where they might need some help, where maybe they have too much, too many running backs, et cetera. And we believe that this is a process that you really should practice and that it's something that you do throughout the season when you're trying to look for trades, when you're trying to pick uh, waiver wire targets. You want to look at your team. You want to look at other teams, try to figure out what they need, what you need, and and get a deal or uh, make a waiver wire pickup. So we're going to go through starting with the first pick and go as many as we can go. I'd like to get through all 14 if we can. Uh, we'll just see how long it takes. So the very first pick uh, in our league is Matt's brother. I hope you don't yes. mind me saying that, Matt. Star- uh, the Star Riders. And he uh, came in last. And he has not, historically, he hasn't really done that well. So the first position group that we have for Star Riders is quarterback. And he has Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Nick Mullins, and Jeff Driscoll. Marty, what what do you think about uh, his needs at quarterback? I think he's fine at QB with Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. I mean, they're both young quarterbacks who are, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson stepping into the starting role there um, in Baltimore. Not personally a huge fan of Lamar Jackson, but, you know, obviously he's going to be a player, which is really in Dynasty something you want. And then I think Russell Wilson's a really good quarterback. Russell Wilson's great. Lamar Jackson is going to at least be, you know, playable uh, a lot of times in the year and Russian quarterback could put up some interesting numbers I'm worried about his longevity he's not great at throwing the ball I'm not sure how long he'll start but he can play I I, Russell Wilson I I, I just sounded like you're talking about Russell Wilson go ahead (laughs) I I agree with you guys Uh, I think he's set on quarterback all right so running back we've got Nick Chubb Damian Williams Chris Carson James White Rashad Penny Latavius Murray, Gus Edwards, Jalen Richard, Spencer Ware, and Dario Williams. He has um, got more, more running backs, I think, than any other team in our league. Does he? Mm-hmm. Four, five, six. Mm-hmm. No, he's got 10. He is a full yeah. 10, a full complement of 10. <laughs> so I would just have to say, just based on that, that he's set on running back. He is Probably. loaded up with running back. Yeah, he's he's got good starters, too. He's got uh, Nick, Nick Chubb, Chubb and Damian White. And Latavius Murray will play a nice role in... Um, New Orleans. In New Orleans, maybe, yeah. maybe taking over the uh, Mark Ingram role. Yeah, he might be taking over the Mark Ingram role. That's going to be an interesting offense this year. I'm not a – I say this sounds ridiculous. I'm not a huge fan of Alvin Kamara. I don't say fan. I, that's not a proper word for it. I'm surprised at his success. But I think that he's in an offense that really utilizes him well and it makes him highly successful. Yeah, and Drew Brees makes everybody look better. Uh, Drew Brees is great, you know, <laughs> unless he gets pressure up the middle and then he's really short. But he's great otherwise. Since, Historically uh, true. Look it up, factually. Since <laughs> Star Riders does have Damian Williams on his squad, I, I do want to go back to what we were talking about, the rosters. At one point, I had picked up Damian Williams because he met a lot of the metrics that I was interested in. Uh, didn't do much early, and so I dropped him. And then one of our other teams picked him up. Had him on his roster for a while, ended up dropping him, and mm-hmm. then Star Riders picked him up. So Damian Williams, who now is a fantasy football darling, if you read you know any of the news, he had a huge went, end of the season last year. I mean, he went, mm-hmm. went through, he's phenomenal. Went through two different teams before he ended up on Star Riders. So that's another example of how our <laughs> players get moved from team to team because of our roster size limitation. Yeah, was stuck in a committee on Miami for a long time in real life before he ended up going to Kansas City. Now he looks like the guy. So Star Riders looks good at running back, uh, tight end. We've got Jared Cook, Trey Burton, Greg Olson. 
I think that's a solid trio. I don't see any need there. Uh, does anybody disagree with me on that? I'd get a tight end. Those are all pretty weak. I mean, Jared Cook, you really would like to have a top 10 tight end to be competitive. Otherwise, you're giving up. Because I think, I've, you know, we've looked at it. I think the top five to eight tight ends are the ones that really put up points. And after mm-hmm. that, you're, you're filling a out a big drop off. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. hoping for a random touchdown. The problem, yeah. though, I think with uh, Star Rider's roster is his receivers. And that's why I'm thinking that tight end is not a priority. Because when we look at his receivers, he's got Mike Evans, Will Fuller, Jamison Crowder, Taylor Gabriel, David Moore, Tim Patrick, Michael Crabtree, and Doug Baldwin. Yeah, so, so, so Will, Mike Evans and a bunch of people. Mike Evans and Will Fuller. and then Will Fuller, if he's healthy. If he's healthy, yes. Analysis of star riders. My analysis is wide receiver. Marty? Uh, yeah, I think he needs a little bit of receiver help and a little bit of tight end help, and I think he'll be decently functional next season. So trade out some running backs? I would definitely get rid of some running backs for tight end, or for wide receivers and tight ends, especially wide receivers. I'd, I'd up my wide receiver numbers. And Matt, what do you say? Mainly the same, yeah. I don't like giving star riders this much information, though. I don't like telling them how to succeed. Looking at uh, the teams, we're we're trying to help people have a process for looking at teams to figure out how to make trades. So, for example, (laughs) if you were to look at star riders' roster, you you might say, "Hey, you know, I've got a receiver. You've got a lot of running backs." That's yeah. We're not we're not telling star riders that he has to. that he can't have 10 running backs. No, 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 no. He, he can do however uh, his roster construction please him. I don't think it's wrong necessarily to have 10 running backs depending upon your situation and need. Mm-hmm. All if right, you got yeah. 10 running backs and then, you know, four wide receivers, Mike Thomas, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, et cetera, et cetera, then you don't need any more wide receivers. Right. That's right. But when all you have is Mike Evans and a bunch of guys. Right. The next guy we're going to look at is a, a new member of yes. our league, the Horseman. Or who's, as who's, I like, I like to call him the four horsemen. Who, who's um, basically buying into an established team. Buying yeah. into an established team. Um, so looking at the quarterback position, he has Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Eli Manning, and Mason Rudolph. That to me seems pretty solid, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, they're they're an aging um, quarterback. That, from my perspective, I would probably want to improve my quarterback or at least get some young blood in there. I would think. They're good, but old. It actually yes. makes a lot of sense for them to pick up a young guy, maybe a backup that they think will develop into somebody, because they're not going to have to be starting him for one or maybe two years. And if they can draft or trade for a player that will eventually be starting, it's going to be great value for them. They're, they're in an odd position where that entire quarterback, Troika, could go away immediately. Yeah, could like, go by- away overnight or... But, by, but while by they're here, they're pretty six. good starters. Yeah. yeah, Tom Brady could get hurt, which he doesn't regularly. He's very good about that, but he is older. And then Derek Carr and Eli Manning could just be out of, you know, just with new coaching staff and, you know, Eli yeah, obviously. Brown. Did, yeah, I mean, <laughs> depends on how him and Carr get along, evidently, is mm-hmm. the problem. Um, since, was it, uh, T- Roethlisberger came out and admitted that he might not have been the best teammate. And maybe he shouldn't have called out some of the players the way he did. <laughs> big big news. All right. So looking at the running backs, we have Dalvin Cook, Ronald Jones, Chase Edmonds, Josh Adams, and Corey Clements. So, so my initial take no on one. here, Dalvin Cook certainly is a quality back if he can stay healthy, but he doesn't have a lot of depth at his running back position. Yeah. Ronald Jones is supposed to get run in Tampa Bay this year. After they got Bruce Arians in, and evidently Bruce Arians really likes him, and they didn't draft a running back. Yeah, which was interesting. Yeah, I think Jones is better. I mean, last year Jones uh, got drafted by the team. My brother used to run this team, and we talked about it. Jones was considered like the best back, uh, most rounded back coming out of the into the draft last year. He was maybe not yeah. the most dynamic, but he was considered the most rounded. But he just got no opportunity in Tampa Bay. So yeah. uh, Andy got two point seven yards a carry. To be fair, That's yeah. Tampa Bay was much. pretty bad last year. It's true, <laughs> but when you put a guy in and give him three carries a game, it's hard to get in a rhythm. Uh-huh. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how he develops. There's there's hope for Ronald Jones. Okay, his uh, tight ends. Wow, Jimmy Graham, Will Disley, Tyler Higby, Jesse James. That's that's a hurt right there. Terrible. If I'm I'm Horseman this season, I am uh, streaming tight ends as best I can. Just playing matchups, putting in a guy. Or Or drafting one. If you can get good value from one of the top guys in this draft, 
makes a lot of sense, but that is a weak group of tight ends. Yeah. yeah. There, there are some uh, later round tight ends in this draft uh, that are worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a decent tight end draft. Looking at his receivers, uh, pretty solid. Stefan Diggs, Sammy Watkins, Robbie Anderson, Marvin Jones, Marquise Lee, Marquise Goodwin, John Ross, Nelson Aguilar, Trent Sherfield, and Kendrick Bourne. That to me seems pretty solid. We it's we also have his other positions. We're we're looking at rosters before the cutdowns, before the draft. So a lot of these guys are inconsequential. You know, may not be there in a few we're doing weeks or a few months. Order of what we think their their talent is. So I look at this list and I go, yeah, Stefan Diggs, Sammy Watkins, Robbie Anderson, that's a solid top three right there. Mm-hmm. You've got Marvin Jones, Mar- Marquise Lee, Marquise Goodwin. That's some depth. They can all at least play. Yes. Give you points yeah. on a on a bye week or putting a fourth receiver in. So Not bad. My, my assessment on this team would be uh, quarterback depth and tight end. You need a top tight end. And honestly, a running back. Another running back. Yeah. Well, how many running backs are in this draft? Yeah, we can't. Not a lot. I, but I, not only draft, if I'm Horseman, I'm trying to trade probably Tom Brady. If I can get something for Eli Manning <laughs> or Derek Carr, I might. But I'm probably trying to trade Tom Brady for a younger quarterback, a young good running back, a young good wide receiver, and targeting those teams that are otherwise have a really solid roster but maybe missing a top quarterback they're trying to win this year their team's getting older targeting people like that selling a tom brady or maybe Derek carr and trying to get some youth in return for it because they're going to be worth nothing all too soon and sorry but i don't think he's winning the league this year oh no kidding (laughs) (laughs) i think that's that's good advice however we were going to try to stay away from giving advice hey that's okay that's okay (laughs) i i'm i'm not against it uh yeah he's not Next up, our, well, that's our, why it's fresh meat. Don't tell him how you want to trade with him. Our Jeez. very young Desperados run by Matt. The, yes. Definitely the, not giving you any advice. Yeah. Hey. You, you don't need any of our advice. Let's do Come this. On, he, he actually does, but I'm not giving him any. Matt, <laughs> let's have you go through your roster. I, I'm going to call him out, just like I have been, and you tell us what you think, okay? Looking at your roster, quarterbacks, we have Deshaun Watson, Andy Dalton, just two. Yes, just two. Uh, I've I've never really tried to hold on to many quarterbacks in this league. I just get the guy I think I'm going to start and somebody to cover for him if he dies. And that's kind of exactly what I think I have here. I I really, really like Deshaun Watson. He's a... In lieu of death. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's, he's, He's a great quarterback. Andy Dalton can at least come in and start. Like you said, I have six picks in the first two rounds, so... With one of those picks, I'll probably try to pick up one of the younger quarterbacks coming out of this draft. But you, I, I like my quarterbacks. I feel pretty set, despite only having two. Do you I, have any um, excitement for Andy Dalton going forward since they have a new coaching staff? No. No, okay. not really. I don't think Andy Dalton's going to get much better than he has been. He, he's he's going to stay okay, and okay is where I need him to be on this roster. Okay. He is what he is. He All is right. He is. He's Andy Dalton. Right. He, he's the most average quarterback in the league. Running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Matt Breida, Elijah McGuire, Mike Honestly, you Davis, don't need to say the rest after McCaffrey. Rod Smith. Keep uh, reading. Keep reading. I want to point out what's on his roster here. Javorius Allen and Wendell Smallwood. Yes. Christian McCaffrey and a bunch of nothing. I like a Matt Breida. I like Matt Breida. Or I liked Matt Breida until they brought in Tevin McColeman and Jarrett McKinnon coming off an of injury. Eh, Jarrett uh, McKinnon. Eh. He's, he's still a play. He's still somebody that's going to be taking touches. And uh, that offense does not like consistently feeding anybody the ball. True. Um, but Breida fits well in that kind of offense. He put up nice he numbers does. last year. And he's very I mean, athletic. When he's healthy, he's been putting up really good numbers. Yeah. Uh, health is an issue. Competition is an issue. But yeah, he's probably my second running back. He can at least play sometimes, hopefully. But at, at running back, I'm so top-heavy, it's it's not even funny. I have Christian McCaffrey and nothing else. Yeah. And it's yeah. too bad that uh, this draft doesn't have a ton of running no, back talent. Not really. Um, it doesn't really have running back depth. Or in the top-end guys aren't as great as they usually are. Yeah, it's not a lot of running back talent. Just yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. Do you okay. think Christian McCaffrey would be able to maintain? I mean, he had a phenomenal season last year. Phenomenal. Is he going to be able to reproduce that? Our team's going to be gearing up for him better. I mean, I as, as his biceps. <laughs> yeah, but he's also like five two, so like four pounds of muscle looks enormous on him. Yeah, 
Yeah, um, I don't think he's going to, you know, do what he did last year every single year. He was on the field for something like 95% of the snaps. Like, he was the second most often on the field player in the league or something like that. Yeah. So, so I'd be really surprised if he puts up that level consistently. But I do think he's one of the best dynasty running backs right now. The, the receiving talent is undeniable. He's going to be catching balls. He's going to be consistently used. And he makes his oh, own space. He almost had 2,000 total yards last year, which yeah. is something David yeah. Johnson was searching for. I mean, he had huge numbers. Mm-hmm. It was fairly amazing. Yeah, yeah. There, I've seen articles talking about him trying to break that. And there, it's a very, very small list of players who have done that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I, I'll be interested to see if he can continue that. Again, I'm not a Cam Newton fan. So I don't know if that offense, how it changes or goes forward here. They, they don't have Devin Funches, but they do like DJ Moore. So that'll be interesting. I definitely wish that I had drafted McCaffrey instead of Corey Davis when I had a chance. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, that's I was so direct. excited when McCaffrey fell to me at three. I should have taken him at one. Well, I, I you took Fournette, and I don't blame yeah. you for that. Yeah, I, uh, so no one can. For, for your tight ends, you got Hunter Henry, Vance McDonald, and Ben Watson. That, to me, seems pretty solid. Let's hear what you think. Pretty solid. Uh, Hunter Henry, I'm super excited about. Coming back off a of, back off of injury for first time in a year, year and a half, should be good. Everyone's really excited about him. He was so high, highly toted coming out of college. But the interesting thing about him is he hasn't really produced. He had half of a really good season. Uh, so he's still a bit of an unknown. But the fantasy community seems to love him, and I do too. Uh, Vance McDonald and Ben Watson. Maybe Ben Watson falls into that tight end one role in at New England, but I'd be surprised. Uh, so they're kind of just bi-week filler for the most part. Well, ben Watson's going to get out there in a walker, isn't he? <laughs> Honestly, though. Ugh. All right, for I mean, wide receivers, you, you definitely had a coup when you stole DeAndre Hopkins from your oh, dad. Let's go. What was that That's trade? Why you Walk me through side. that trade again. Gonna steal DeAndre Hopkins. Walk me through that trade again. Okay, so DeAndre Hopkins. I got DeAndre Hopkins and a second-round pick for Leonard Fournette, Keenan Williams, and Tyrell Williams. Or uh, Keenan Allen and Tyrell Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and I also got Mohamed Sanu. Initially in the trade, I got Kenyon Drake, but... uh. My dad guilted me into giving him back Kenyon Drake. Okay, we noticed that, and there was some discussion about whether there was some bye week BS going on. We were there. There was discussion across the league that that seemed a little hinky. Yeah, it it was it was a little hinky. It was like you know, my 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 dad felt like he had given too much away, which honestly I agreed with. I felt like he had given me way too much anyway. I had a need at receiver, and he wanted his running back back. I don't so know that you gave him – he gave – I don't – I think that trade – I mean, a second-round pick and Terrell Williams, and you paid pretty well for DeAndre Hopkins. I did, but he's the best receiver in the yeah. league. Is. He is right now, yes. He's amazing. <laughs> All right, so we've got DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton as your top three, James Washington, Mohamed Sanu, Keelan Cole, Willie Sneed, Tajay Sharp, Isaiah – Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie. Isaiah McKenzie and Chad Isaiah. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think you could use some depth there. What do you I, think? I, I could definitely use some depth. I could see some running backs you can cut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I could definitely use some depth. I, I like my my young wide receivers in Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams as my as my two and three. But outside of them, I don't have anybody that I really think is going to step up. So I want depth at receiver. I'm a big Mike Williams fan. So I'm a big got uh, fan. a lot, of, a lot of picks, and there's a lot of depth at receiver in this draft. So you should, should be doing well. Okay, who do we have next? It is the Bulldogs. Oh no! Uh, most active owners in the league. For a quarterback, he has Andrew Luck, Baker Mayfield, and Jacoby Brissett. I would give that a solid A+. Best, best quarterback uh, set up in the league, maybe, or close yeah. to it right now? Probably no. the best. Okay. Running back, he has Kerryon Johnson, Austin Eckler, Jamal Williams, Giovanni Bernard, Justin Jackson, Wayne Gallman, Kenneth Dixon, Jay Ajayi, and Boston Scott. So barely a starter. Kerryon Johnson I like, even though they're not going to make him a bell cow. I like Kerryon Johnson. I think he's solid. For tight end, uh, Chris Herndon, Nick Vanette, Jordan Akins, Jordan Thomas. So tight end seems to be weak. 
And then receiver, he's got T.Y. Hilton, Kenny Galladay, Alshon Jeffrey, Sterling Shepard, Josh Gordon, Jordan Matthews, Cameron Meredith, and Maurice Harris. He could use a little depth at receiver. Yeah, yeah, needs some some depth at the receiver, but the clear and present need is running back. Yeah, and and maybe a top tight end would be nice, too. If he can get one, though, they're rare. There's two coming out this year. Really a solid team. Coming out right, I mean, right if you look at it from top to bottom, it's it's a pretty solid team. He's mm-hmm. not bad. He's he's just got to get the right people starting every week, and he can put up a decent score, enough to be competitive and potentially win. He's got some young guys like Kenny Galladay who, you know, might be stepping into a bigger role, you know, and T.Y. Hilton's nice. So Missing right. a lot of pieces, but not horribly bad. Next on the list, we have the Angry Rooster. Uh, he is a newer addition to our league. He came in uh, with a team that I believe was second pick. Then the the year after that, he had the first pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't talk about that. And um, <laughs> this year, he's, uh, what is it, the fifth pick? So uh, quarterback, he has Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill. Uh, that seems pretty solid to me. Um, questions about what, what is Tannehill's future? What uh, as a backup, according to what they've recently said. Yeah. If yeah, I'm not a big Ryan Tannehill fan. But Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins, that's a solid one that's too. That's really good. Uh, I I agree with Matt about you. You get your one quarterback, and then you get your backup quarterback, and you know that's a good position to be in. Yeah, and and to Matt's right, and you don't need handcuffs in our league. You get two starters, and you're you're that's where you want to be. Yeah. For running backs, we've got Joe Mixon, Tevin Coleman, Dante Foreman, Deion Lewis, Chris Thompson, Mike Boone, Jordan Wilkins. So he's pretty solid there. Mixon is is a mm-hmm. good back. Could have a great year this year. Tevin Coleman, we don't really know what he's going to be in San Francisco, but he should be solid. Dante Foreman coming off a, a whole year of rehab from Achilles. Uh, remains th- to be seen. Remains to be seen, but there is hope for him. There's potato. Yeah, he was good coming out of Texas. He was yeah. decent. I mean, that's that's Joe Mixon and a bunch of guys. And Tevin yeah. Coleman's probably the best coming out of there, but you don't know how that offense is going to change with Garoppolo back this next year. Yeah. yeah. San Francisco is a complete unknown at the running back. Yeah. yeah. All right. Tight end, we have Eric Ebron, Tyler Eifert, Ian Thomas, and Vernon Davis. For Pretty me, great just because of Ebron. Yeah, Ebron, I think he's going to have some regression. He could add a tight end. But I think looking at his um, receiver group, he also has some need for depth at receiver. So I think it's tied into receiver for him. Uh, his receivers are Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, Marquise Valdez-Scantling, Michael Gallup, Kenny Stills, Josh Reynolds, Jake Kumaro, Laquan Treadwell, Taewon Taylor, and Jordan Lasley. I like Michael Gallup a lot. Julio yeah. Jones is pretty good. I like Josh Reynolds. How old is Julio Jones? Is he a million yet? Is he uh, 30. 31? 30. 30. 30. Uh, not 31 until February. It's on the sheet there. He's 30.3. Yep. That's 30.3. 30.3. Together. So, yeah, I, with him in the fifth pick, um, again, we don't want to tell people really what to do. My thinking is tight end or receiver. Yeah, yeah. Maybe running back if you want a second running back and you fall in love there's, with somebody. There's not going to be any good running backs at that at that pick. Not likely to be. Okay, next up we have the Tornadoes. Yes. Uh, tornadoes uh, have been hunting for a quarterback. Have, have they won the league before? They did, didn't they? No. I don't think so, no. Got, they got no. to the they won. They won the regular season. Oh, they won the regular season. Okay. I believe, yes. Yes. So they've, got, they've got a solid team. Quarterback, Jameis Winston, Case Keenum, Blake Bortles, C.J. Bethard. Wow, he needs a, a quarterback. Uh, n- n- no real number one guy there. Uh, uh, Maybe Keenum. Running back. No. Oh, no. Leeds, uh, yeah, no. Peyton Barber, Isaiah Crowell, LeGarrette Blunt. He needs a running back probably too, although Elliott's solid. So of those <laughs> Elliot's Elliot's okay. Elliot's solid. You know, he's he's decent. Right. He's he's a moderate. Yep. I wouldn't put a plus on him. Uh tight end Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, Eric Swoop. He's pretty good at tight end. I think Ingram's a nice starter. Especially Rudolph. Especially uh, Rudolph's better than Ingram. For re- receiver, he's got Juju Smith Schuster, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, Ginn Jr., Albert Wilson, Cole Beasley, Chris Hogan, and Deion Kane. 
Pretty solid group. Could use a little bit of depth there. Juju and Thielen are good. Calvin Ridley, honestly, I don't know how much depth he needs. He's looking pretty good. Beasley, I think, is going to have a plus year in Buffalo this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Evidently, he's already the young quarterback's favorite target. Josh Allen. Josh you know, Allen. They, I, I just heard a, a nice analysis of Beasley and his routes and his passing and stuff. And basically, it, it does point to the fact that he probably might have been really underutilized in Dallas. Yeah, I think okay. I think he definitely for, was. For yeah. tomatoes needs, uh, we all are saying quarterback. If quarterback, I'm quarterback, say quarterback. Yeah. All right. Who comes next? Oh, it's, it's uh, me. Hey. The Chalupa Batman, or just Chalupa Batman, named after my favorite fantasy football show, The League. Okay, let's uh, talk about this dumpster fire. Quarterback. <laughs> Mitchell Trubisky, Deshaun Kaiser, Alex Smith, Colt McCoy, Joshua Dobbs. So, Mr. Trubisky. I, I need a quarterback. That's absolutely what I need. Uh, yeah. Running back, uh, Saquon Barkley, Le'Veon Bell, Jalen Samuels, Theo Riddick. Um, I'm feeling pretty good there. Not, not a lot of depth, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, it, and, with uh, only having to start one running back, between Saquon and Le'Veon, I don't think you'll be hurting. Yeah. So here's a question, Matt. Does he trade a running back for a quarterback? Uh, if, if he can he get can a good quarterback. Bell, if, right? if he can get a good young quarterback, probably. Yeah. Probably. Tight end, Zach Ertz, Cameron Brait. I'm definitely looking to add another tight end this year, probably late in the draft. Yeah, uh, especially because Ertz is looking to start losing targets to Goddard, if the end of last year was any indication. Yeah. Uh, receivers, Corey Davis, Allen Robinson, Christian Kirk. Kiki Kuti, Devontae Parker, Antonio Callaway, DJ Chark, Equinemia St. Brown, Paul Richardson, Justin Watson, Chris Conley, and Damian Ratley. So, yeah, so sort of missing a top guy there. Top can guy, we, but some solid number twos. Solid number twos pretty much across the board. Can we back up for a second to the Zach Ertz losing targets to Goddard? I don't think yeah. Ertz is gonna lose targets to Goddard. I think Goddard's just gonna basically cost the wide receiver core targets. Could absolutely could if they end up going the two tight end route. That's that's got to be what they're going to do. I mean, Ertz ended up last year. I think he set the record for receptions by a tight end in NFL history. I mean, passed Jason Witten for that record last year. I don't. I thought that I was Kelsey. Was no, that, that was Kelsey was yards, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. I, no, I uh, I I just don't see. Um, I see Goddard more taking because that wide receiver core is not impressive in it's, Philadelphia. Yeah, no. No, and it's much more likely that Goddard just ends up being the second tight end or part of that two tight end set and taking wide receiver targets more than Zach Ertz's targets. Yeah, that's Ertz right. is young. He's 28. He's got five to seven seven years ahead of him as a premium tight end. Mm-hmm. All right. So we all agree uh, quarterback for quarterback, maybe a receiver if you can get your hands on a good one. But quarterback's the clear need. Right? All right. Next on the list, we have Jayhawks. Quarterbacks, we have Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford. Same Fine. kind of two quarterbacks. Up. Yeah. We're happy with that. Feeling pretty running, good. Running back, Sony Michelle, Kareem Hunt, Ido Smith, Frank Gore, Devontae Booker, Marshawn Lynch, Jeremy Hill. That to me says I need a running back. Tight end. Yeah, Hunt, is Hunt gonna, how many, is Hunt missing games this season? We, we don't know. Uh, we, we don't know yet, but even if he's not, he's dealing with Chubb. Yeah, OJ Howard, Mike Gusecki, Jeff Swaim. I think he's solid on tight end. Yeah, I mean, they're pretty uh, good at Schubert, tight ends, honestly. Amari Cooper, Tyler Lockett, Golden Tate, Curtis Samuel, Traquan Smith, Porterell Patterson, Demarius Thomas, Jermaine Curse, Des Bryant. So he could use maybe another receiver, but I think his top need would have to be running back. He doesn't doesn't really have a, a number one running back. Not a reliable one. But um, I, I don't know how he's going to get one. Maybe maybe Sony Michelle, but I don't like what New England's done in the in the off season. I don't know how he's going to get one at the eighth pick, so that'll be interesting to see what I, happens there. I don't like his tight ends. I don't like Mike Jacecki at all. And Antonio Gates is a million. You know, he's ancient. Jeff Swain. Eh. So it's O.J. Howard, and he's not so he, that great. He can add, add another tight end. O.J. Howard's going to be fine. I, I picking, think he, picking at eight, he could. He could draft a good tight end. O.J. Howard's in his third year. He's a decent tight end, but he hasn't stepped up to the performance level that indicated when he got drafted. Hawkinson and Fant would be yeah. in this range, so that could be. They a good may thing. go early. I can see guys getting excited about tight ends early this year. Huh? I mean, if you can get two premium, it's the George Kittle effect. I mean, the two guys out of Iowa that put up big numbers that are young. Mm-hmm. That, that's and and it's one of the best tight end drafts we've seen in yes. a really long time. Well, they said that three years ago, didn't they? When um, 
I think it was when O.J. Howard was coming out, actually. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that O.J. Howard draft, when they came out, which is the same year as Kittle and all them, that was supposed to be just the greatest tight end draft ever. I think tight ends are just getting utilized more in offenses for their size and athletic ability. And mm-hmm. you're just going to see more tight ends coming into the league. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and colleges are starting to use them basically as a receiver, too. Yeah, so. yeah. A 6'5", 250 guy is super athletic is mm-hmm. just a great receiver. Yeah. All right, next up with the ninth pick is Couch Potato, who – has won the league championship, if I'm yes. not. In our inaugural who did, year. Who did, um, who did Couch Potatoes beat for that league championship? Um, I Wait, believe it was, to... it was me. <laughs> oh, was it now? Hmm. It was me. Um, so for quarterbacks, he's got Carson Wentz, Nick Foles, Josh Rosen, and Brock Osweiler. I think he's okay. Taysom Hill. You didn't mention Taysom Hill. It's not listed on here, so I don't know. Oh, is he not on that? Okay, <laughs> no. sorry, my bad. Uh, running back, he's got Philip Lindsay, LaShawn McCoy, CJ Anderson, Alfred Blue, Trenton Cannon, John Kelly, Chris Ivory. I would say running back there. For tight end, he only has Austin Hooper, so he could definitely use a tight end. Uh, I think he also has Hayden Hurst. Yeah. I'm looking at the website. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's yeah. missing from the sheet, so he's okay. For receiver, Julian Edelman, Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd, Devin Funches, Seth Roberts, Chester Rogers, Jordy Nelson, Aldrick Robinson. That's a pretty solid group. Wide receiver depth. Yeah, he could use depth. So with the... Because Jordy, Jordy Nelson isn't in the league anymore. Did you, did you even mention him? Yeah, so yeah. he's only got seven guys. That's pretty tight if you want to start four of them. So ninth pick for him, can he get... A receiver? He does not have his ninth pick. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have the ninth pick. Yeah. Yes, that is mine. All right. Next up, we have. So let's revisit the Desperados. (laughs) Definitely, if I remember correctly, does not have a first round pick as well. Um, Yeah. uh, He doesn't have a pick till the third round, actually. He likes picks away, but let's look at his team. Quarterbacks Patrick Mahomes, Marcus Mariota, Nate Sudfeld. So I think we're set there. Uh, running backs, Leonard Fournette, Derek Henry, Aaron Jones, Mark Ingram, Kenyon Drake, Royce Freeman, Derek McKinnon. He A seems whole bunch of good solid. guys. Really yeah. set at running back. You think Kenyon Drake's going to take a knock this year with a different – I like Kalen Balazs, who happens to be on my team, and I think he's going to perform very well this season. He could, think- but even if Kenyon Drake doesn't perform, you still got Leonard Fournette, Royce Freeman, Derek Henry. Oh, Mark yeah, no, Ingram, no. I'm, I'm just talking about – I'm just asking a general question about Kenyon Drake, not the rest of his roster. Just yeah. a general – it's Kenyan so Drake hard thought. to predict a new coaching staff, what they're going to do. It's, yeah, it's hard to yeah. say. They might love Drake. They might love Balage. They might love neither and start some third guy we've never heard of. As a, Did you follow any of the stuff coming out of Miami last year? Like what, which makes me very unhappy, like not wanting to be part of the Jets with like Tannehill and the coach. Basically, Tannehill, if he got sideways with somebody, the coaching staff was just fine with it and would actually let him kind of run how things went after that. And yeah. I think that led to part of the problem there. You know, at least the problem with what Devontae Parker and uh, like, I know Balaj got sideways with him early and basically he couldn't seal the field after that because mm-hmm. Drake, Hill was unhappy. And Ken Hill's not good enough to have that level of cachet. And I don't know why Gacy <laughs> sent it to him. Anyway, yeah, let's keep know. moving. So for tight ends, we've got Dallas Goddard, Darren Waller, Ricky Seals Jones, Matt Lacoste, and Austin Safarian Jenkins. So Crap. he's got. He's got a good, I mean, Dallas Goddard, we talked about him. He's mm-hmm. serviceable. He could use another tight end, I think, maybe later. Could, in use, the... could use another tight end or a better one, but it's it's not as desperate a need as it is for a lot of teams. And looking at his receivers quickly, I think that's his top need right now. After giving away um, DeAndre Hopkins to you, hey. Matt, uh, he has Keenan Allen, Emmanuel Sanders, Tyrell Williams, Deshaun Hamilton, Quincy Anunwa, Randall Cobb, Rashad Perryman, and Kevin White. So pretty much Keenan Allen and a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he's a uh, Emmanuel Sanders could, tight end and receiver. <laughs> yeah, tight end and receiver. Uh, Emmanuel tight Sanders receiver. could come back from injury pretty well. Good. Uh, Randall Cobb might do something at Dallas. And Tyra Williams yeah. is the number two in Oakland, maybe? I don't know. Randall Cobb's interesting in Dallas, but supposedly Hearns is already back, and he's going to play slot with him. And and with Gallup and Cooper, I don't know. And they're going to run the ball a lot with Elliott. I don't know how many balls are to go around. I'm, and Randall might have a nice season, but it it might be a you know a 500 yard season with four touchdowns. I don't really want any Dallas receiver to be honest. Ooh, not even Amari Cooper. You Maybe. don't like. Maybe. Do you not like Dak Prescott. 
I'm not. I'm not in love with Dak Prescott. I don't think. Okay, he's a, I don't right. think he's a great thrower of the football. All right, with the 12th pick, uh, Chupacabras. Quarterbacks are Drew Brees, Sam Darnold, Joe Flacco. I think he's solid there. Uh, Running backs are Marlon Mack, Jordan Howard, Duke Johnson, TJ Yeldon, J.D. McKissick, Kyle Juszczyk, Doug Martin, and Jacquees Rogers. If it wasn't for his weak receiver core that I'm looking at now, I would say running back, but... Uh, let's go to tight end quickly. Jack Doyle, Mark Andrews. I think he's fine. I like Mark Andrews this year. And then we've got receivers, Jarvis Landry, Anthony Miller, Larry Fitzgerald, Dee Dee Westbrook, Deshaun Jackson, Travis Benjamin, and Torrey Smith. So for me, what stands out is receivers. He needs a couple of number one receivers. Or two. A couple two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just needs more reliable receivers. And he's in a good position to get one at that point in the draft. Yeah. All right. We're winding it down here. We're going to try to get through all 14. Fighting Wildebeests are next. They were a new addition to our league last year. Inherited the league champion. Inherited the league champion. Think about that. (laughs) So we've got quarterbacks Ben Roethlisberger, Phillip Rivers, Teddy Bridgewater, A.J. McCarron. I think he's solid there. Solid but old. Solid but old. Uh, running backs: Melvin Gordon, James Connor, Neheim Hines, Adrian Peterson, Carlos Hyde. I I think he's solid there. Really good at running back. Tight end: uh, David Njoku, James O'Shaughnessy, Rob Gronkowski. He could use another tight end. Uh, receivers: yeah. Michael Thomas, Tyree Kill, AJ Green, Robert Woods, Geronimo Allison. John Brown, Josh Doxson, and Danny Amendola. I think he's solid on receivers. Really good, really deep at receiver. So, the, Ty- I think the Tyree Kill thing is going to be interesting for him. Tyree Kill yeah. will be interesting, but it, it but still, looks like he's getting pretty out of the woods? Question yeah, mark? I mean, yeah. He, yeah. And he still has A.J. Green and Robert Woods. I mean, I don't solid. trust the commissioner. I don't trust Goodell, and who knows what that could do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see, I, but I wouldn't bet on Tyree Kill losing too much time this year if i was wildebeest at the uh what is it 12th position uh i would be looking at a tight end probably if, if there's one of the good ones there yeah all right who do we have next uh king cobras, cobras absolutely dominated the regular season absolutely a solid team the, the next two teams are i think without a doubt the best two teams in the league right now yeah king cobras. With, with the close third being wildebeest the team we just went over all, All right. three of them yeah. really good. So too, yeah. All right, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterbacks. That's really, solid. really good. Uh, running backs, Alvin Kamara, Todd Gurley, Devontae Freeman, Tariq Cohen, Lamar Miller, and Mark Walton. Also extremely well, solid. Well, they, solid. they only have the two best running backs from last year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Todd Gurley is going to be playing with a cane this year. That's yeah, the Todd Gurley is going to be a lot worse. That could, that could be interesting. That could be arthritis. That's going to significantly impact his play. He's got Devonta Freeman coming back. He's got Tariq Cohen. God, I hate this he's team. But they're all getting older. How old's Freeman? If Freeman's uh, at, he's 27. at 27. He's at that age. And he had a missed, he missed a lot of last year with injury. He missed I, all of last year, basically. He's, he's, he's been sliding down since 2016. Yeah, he does. All right, tight ends. We've got uh, number one tight end, Travis Kelsey, CJ Uzoma, Gerald Everett, and Johnny Smith. I think he's looking good there. And for receivers... Odell Beckham, Brandon Cooks, DJ Moore, Dante Pettis, Adam Humphreys, Keith Kirkwood, and Pierre Garçon. A little Damn. shallow, a little shallow, but still, his top players are really good. His top two are pretty good. So, and DJ Moore looking to move into a better situation in Carolina. Could get yes. better if Cam can step up. As Marty knows, I was a huge DJ Moore fan. Oh, yeah, I, I am too. I, I'm not. I'm not. So with the 13th pick, uh, Kurt can easily pick up another wide receiver for uh, some depth there. Honestly, best player available. Yep. Um, all right. Now we get to the very best team in our league who won the league two times hey. more than anyone else. So how many? So we've had, we've had five years and five, one team has won it twice. And one team has gotten to the championship twice and lost. Yeah. Uh, both times. All right. So the Javelinas, the fighting Javelinas, the terrifying Javelinas. It's just Javelinas. <laughs> Quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Kyle Liletta. Well, we know from our previous discussion, you've got two, so you're looking good. That's Running solid. back, David Johnson, Darius Geis, Kalen Balaj, Chris Warren, Ty Montgomery, Samaj Pirine, 
also solid there. I think Johnson's going to have a better year than people think. Yeah, I, think I think Johnson's going to step back up. Darius Guy still is an unknown, but he's got the talent, so we'll hope that he's going to be something good. Uh, well, I also you can hope it. Dylan <laughs> well, yeah, I he... actually hope he's not any good for my own. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Tight Sorry, end. guys. <laughs> it's, uh, George Kittle, Delaney Walker, Jordan Reed, Tyler Conklin. Enough said, George Kittle. Uh, and for receivers, got Devontae Adams, Antonio Brown, Dante Moncrief, Robert Foster, Trey Quinn, Rashad Higgins, Marcel Aitman, Alan Hearns, Kelvin Benjamin. I think you could use another receiver. Yeah. Um, I would well, agree that's, that. that's something that will be looked at. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping Trey Quinn grows into the role that looks like he's going to yeah. be. If Robert Foster continues where he was at the end of last season, then I'll be four deep right now. But I definitely have to get someone else into the, the shoot. You know, with the, into the Brown getting older. Yeah. I mean, your team is so good already, it's hard to make it any better. But if you were going to make it better, another high-end receiver would go a long way. Well, last year was going to be a rebuilding year for me, and my team got hot at the end of the season, and I won the title. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes this season. My defense had some good things happen to it, you know, so we'll see how it goes heading in. All right, so that finishes our look at all the teams. And I think it was interesting and educational for all of us and hopefully for the listeners that we have. Uh, I would like to quickly look at the NFL articles just to see if anything jumps out that we can talk about. Uh, Damian Williams locked in atop the depth chart. We already talked about him. Josh Jacobs signed his rookie deal. He's going to be in camp. Josh Jacobs signed his rookie deal, thankfully. I don't know what the problem was there. Does anybody know? Uh, um, it was just contract concerns. It's things written into the contract. It can be all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's tiny yeah. stuff. Yeah. Gurley gives a vague answer about his knee. Yeah. Uh, Gurley, Gurley is somebody who I would honestly stay away from if I could. But if you, you had can. him already. And I can. <laughs> if you had him already, you, you couldn't trade him. You might be able to trade him, but you'd. You might not get what you'd like for him. You might not get what you should for him, honestly. I don't know if it's a should. I mean, that that knee, the way he looked at the end of last season and the way they described it being arthritic, that's what I've heard is it's arthritis. Yeah, 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 it is. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, good to go. Yeah. Jimmy G, maybe San Francisco can put something together. Best-looking quarterback in the NFL. (laughs) He is a a good-looking man. uh, Cortland Sutton thinks Wins he's games. ready to be number one receiver. In yes, Denver. hopefully he is. You can do it, buddy. Damon right. Williams named starting running back by Reed. Well, yeah, yeah. That's um, what we already a, said that. Was, oh, <laughs> uh, oh, get this. Rob Gronkowski participated in off-season throwing session with Tom Brady. Yeah, but he's. Have you seen the pictures of him? He's he dropped lost a ton twenty of pounds. Weight. Yeah, he, he he looks so skinny. He's retired. He's He's retired. They just love to have this kind of stuff. (laughs) For the last segment, I wanted to just kind of wrap everything up and talk about what we're hoping to do going forward. You know, this episode was targeted towards our league mates. And we obviously are trying to not only show, let's say, the horsemen and some of the newer players, uh, newer members, how they can go about making their teams better, and even some of the older members who may may not have done these types of exercises before. And as we said, it's something that's good to do all throughout the season as you're working on trades, working on your waivers. So we will probably not continue to do this throughout the season, except if maybe we start talking about some trades that maybe we want to come up with. We would like to have some guests. I would love to get our commissioner on the podcast and talk a little bit about his side of things. Because being a commissioner is a selfless job, and it's very difficult. And especially for our league, which being a dynasty, having to roll over uh, all the information from the previous year. Uh, We use My Fantasy League, which is not the easiest website to use, from what I understand. So I would really like to see him on, and really get as many members of the league on as possible, and uh, see what, what they think. And then for uh, going towards the future, how to evaluate players. And one thing that I think is going to be really interesting about this podcast is that the three of us have somewhat different methodologies in looking at players. 
Uh, I've started from the statistical side. Uh, Marty uh, started from the film side. And Matt is somewhere in the middle. And so we've got a, a nice spectrum of methodologies of looking at players. So as we're looking more and more into the season, maybe waiver wire pickups, players that we think might be breakouts, players that we think might be busts. We're going to have those types of conversations. Uh, we'd like to do a show every week, if possible. That that would be great if we could. And uh, we'll see how that works out. Like looking back at my Corey Davis draft pick, uh, I, I should have weighed landing spot uh, in that situation. And I think landing spot... And I think landing spot from the coach point of view matters so much because like, like what coach a player gets is ultimately going to determine whether they're good or bad, how much the coach likes them, how well they, they play with them, how well their skill set aligns with what the coach is going to do. I'll tell you what can really screw you is having a management shift a year after you get a player. Yeah. It can screw you or save you. Uh, like yeah. I mean, like, I, if the Ronald Jones, if everything coming out about Ronald Jones is correct, that could be saving a Ronald Jones. Could be saving but a Ronald Jones. In a lot of situations, I feel like what happens is the guys like that's not my guy, and they don't give him. They, I feel like there are talented players in the NFL who are completely scrapped just because the GM is did not draft that guy, and they don't mm-hmm. want to see the previous GM's player succeed. So basically, yeah. they get just you know, essentially deshuffled back and cut or something. Yeah. So it's rather interesting. And, yeah, it's interesting. It's it, that I I think that the and I think it's kind of always been that way. But I really think that um, coaches and especially GMs trying to make themselves look good at, mm-hmm. at, it, it and make sure they get most of the credit and it's their players that are drafted. I think that really yeah oh that's a that's a dynamic to paint. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Uh, that's another thing that you can actually look out for. Um, sometimes players will like become free agents and move to a new team and then randomly break out. But a lot of the time, those breakouts are tied to them going back to the GM and or coach that drafted them. That's a good point. I hadn't yeah, thought of it, that. It that's happens a, good... a decent amount of the time. That, that's that part of the reason frequently. why Kevin Coleman's so exciting. Yeah. Because he's going back to the coach that got him. In San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. He was there last year, wasn't he? Or no, no. He was in, was he in Atlanta last year? Or was he Atlanta. In, he... Yeah. He okay. was drafted by Atlanta when, uh, what's yeah. his name? The offensive coordinator. Shanahan. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, and he was he was pretty successful in Atlanta while he was there, so that could be interesting. And he was a really good number two. And Atlanta has not been as good since Shanahan left. No, not not even close. And that's why you know we were talking like the Matt Ryan thing. I'm, I'm skeptical of Matt Ryan's and going forward. That Atlanta team it keeps getting high marks, like it's a top five team in offense. I'm not sure it is going forward. Yeah, I. It'll probably be better for at least a while, but it's it's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know what to think about that. Um, yeah, I think that's it's it's gonna be an exciting year. I'm ready for our draft to get going, and I'm definitely ready to get the season cranked up here in the next month and a half or so. Oh, Start I'm, watching news come out. I, I'm really looking forward to drafting this year. Yeah, I'm so ready for the draft. Six picks, I've got, first rounds. Uh, I'm gonna have fun. I've got all my picks uh, pre-drafted. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, except, that's, except for that's the fifth awesome. round. Yeah. I, I have none of my picks pre-drafted, and I'm basing most of my drafting off our um, round they were drafted in and position and age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, it's, it's the most highly correlated thing. Yeah, it is. I don't think I can find another statistic that proves as much success for it, especially among wide receivers, is just draft position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breakout think, age is the other one that's kind of big, but market share, breakout age, draft position. Yeah. I like I like just college production more than even market share. Well, I mean, yeah. it makes sense too because if you're really good when you're young, like you're really good. It's it's as simple as that. If you're playing with you people get, that are two years older than you and you're as good or better than them, then it's you're very good. You're well, good at football. Guys mature differently. Yeah, of that, course. That's hugely impactful. But I mean, breakout age is interesting. I, I, the age of youth. I'm not sure that young people getting drafted is necessarily the. I just think it's being drafted high. If you're drafted yeah. in the first round, teams are have invested in you. They're going to give you every opportunity to succeed and as much run as possible to succeed. 
and they like you for their system. The way right. they're wanting to play football, they, they know what they're going to do with you. Yeah. That's what's so scary about the, the Jets having a draft before they got a new coach and GM. Yeah. Because oh, that's that's a, just such a – and that was one of the big talking points about what, when they fired everybody after the draft or the GM after the draft. They're like, this is – what are you doing? You just allow this GM to spend an atrocious amount of money draft, which is has ramifications for the next three to five years, and then you fire him and change him out? I don't understand, and it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me think that that whole system's I – don't, I don't know what to think about that. So – and. No. Speaking of that nature, one of the reasons Jameis Winston might be more successful than we think this year is evidently Bruce Arians had to take some kind of like pledge that Winston was his guy for them to get the job. Bruce Arians had to take some kind of pledge that he, that Winston was going to be his guy for him to get the job in Tampa Bay. Did he really? Yes, that was my understanding of part oh, of that's this. That's kind of crazy. Well, it is, but it also you know kind of indicates that they didn't want to invest any draft capital in the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that that makes you whether, you know, we think Winston is good or not, at least, you know, he's going to get the run for the next year or two mm-hmm. to see if he can make him successful. I'm I'm falling out of love with Jameis Winston fast. Yeah. Yeah. I've never Bruce, been in love Bruce Arians has got to do something special with him. And he has the potential. He does. Yeah. Could, could be a Mitchell Trubisky effect from this last year. Yeah, Arians is always known as a quarterback whisperer. I mean, uh, they, so many people get that said about him, though, that I don't care anymore. Yeah, but Arians has the history of it. Like he's worked with and worked and trained, like you know, like Roethlisberger. Um, he's been in several. I can't remember. There was other places he's been in and made quarterbacks highly successful. He yeah. he knows what he's doing. He played quarterback in college. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how good Winston is. I think that, it's like the Ronald Jones thing. They, Ronald Jones should have got more run last year. And the fact mm-hmm. that they didn't indicates to me that the coaching staff's just, what are you doing? It's garbage. Yeah. It's the same thing with Bellage in Miami. He should have got more run last year. But the Probably. fact that he didn't, yeah. And when they did give him some run, he put up huge numbers. Mm-hmm. And so you just got to be like, what are you guys doing? And I don't think there's teams and coaches that I don't think they have a clue what they're doing. They're just, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so it's definitely a tough business. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, we'll save all this for later. I guess we got more. We could go on and on for hours and hours. 